good. Actually, I don't know when anyone's going to listen to this because I'm recording it and I will post it later. So whatever time of day it is, hope it's a good one. Hope your day is starting off good or ending good. Um, It was so cute the other day. My boyfriend asked me, you know, when I was going to make another podcast and I told him that I'm waiting for the arrival of our baby because there's some topics I want to talk about and I haven't really talked about my pregnancy and everything that's went into it. Um, but right now it is 8.28 p.m. on July 24th and I just got done packing my hospital bag. And for those of you who don't know, I'm set to have a C-section at 5 a.m. on 7:25. So saying I'm a little bit behind schedule is probably an understatement. I see people who are like 30 weeks, have their nursery done, bags packed, car seat in the car. Um, car seat's not in the car. Just packed my bag. Dad has to pack his bag. We don't have a nursery set up. <laughs> so yeah, that's where we've been at with this. But um, I've never had a planned delivery. I've always just been kind of standing around and then it happens. So there's no buildup or anxiety really. But I've had all day today to just think about my delivery tomorrow. And just hoping and praying it goes smoothly. And, you know, there's no hiccups. And that, you know, the best outcome happens. Because it's really just I've never been in this position so I just keep thinking about it like seeing my baby for the first time and watching my boyfriend hold his first child and everything that entails and then you know going through recovery and all that there's just a lot to think about and to make sure we have everything in line and that you know I have my insurance card my ID my bag you know just all that just a lot so I'm finally getting around to it tonight because I take a long time to do stuff and I've been you know painting well removing my nail polish trimming my nails fix my eyebrows a little bit gonna take a shower braid my hair back do like a mini facial (laughs) just kind of try and relax and not be so anxious and on top of all this going on today my middle's actually has a virus and it's one of those things that I mean every parent's probably been through it your kid just has a crazy high fever for no reason and like one minute they're fine one minute they're laid out on the couch and it just takes you know like five to seven days for it to run its course but you know I'm this is gonna be the first time I'm not with her when she's sick like I am that mom my kids are sick I am there so she's actually with her dad and I wrote him this long list of how to take care of her, when to give her her medicines, if she says this, give her this, if she does this, give her this, this is her insurance card, this is her doctor, because he's never ever handled any of that, it's always been me, so, you know, I'm just like putting my trust in him, (laughs) and everyone's like, oh, he's her dad, I'm like, yeah, but I'm the one who has her all the time, so it's just not the same, and originally, my best friend was supposed to have all the kids, because she has them every day. She's like, she's basically like my husband. Um, (laughs) she's, or actually probably my wife because I work and she stays home. So she's the one that watches my littlest one. She picks my older ones up from school. So she was supposed to handle all that. But unfortunately her child actually got really sick as well. So I had to ask my kid's dad actually, if he would take them 
And that's just kind of where we're at with that whole scenario. And so I'm going to end this one. Hopefully start a new one when we're on the car on the way there. Maybe have my boyfriend join in. Um, Thought about doing some videos as well, but we shall see how that goes. So um, first I'll talk about my pregnancy and then I'll follow up with my delivery. So my pregnancy um, was interesting. Um, my boyfriend and I actually had talked about having children because um, I already had three kids and he didn't have any and having more children wasn't something I really wanted to do because my past experiences with significant others and children just like haven't been good and like I can't really like point fingers you know like everyone played a part so we talked about having a baby like this July like starting now and the universe, I guess, just heard July because we have a July baby. But my pregnancy was wild. The first 20 weeks, I was violently ill. Um, but I still had to go to work every day. I still take care of my other three kids and be like a functioning human being. But I threw up every single day. Um, I didn't gain weight for a while to where people didn't think I was pregnant. And I couldn't do anything. Like, every night by 5.30, I was just racked out. Like, I would just start throwing up everywhere and just be so emotional because I feel like I couldn't be, like, a good um, mother to my other kids or a good employee or a good friend or a good girlfriend or anything because this pregnancy was just consuming everything. And then um, it eventually died down. But by the time it died down, then I'm just tired all the time. I would get off work and come home and like make dinner and just be like looking at the clock, like waiting for it to be bedtime because I'm just wiped. But every time it's bedtime, I couldn't get comfortable because my belly was just so round. And for those of you who've seen my pictures, like, yeah, my belly is just out there. And I didn't gain weight for a while. And I was like, oh, like, this will be nice to not blow up. And I didn't technically blow up because it all went in my belly. But yeah, I gained like 50 pounds easily. Um, I think at the hospital when I weighed in, um, right before I weighed in, I was like 179, 180. And when I started my pregnancy, I was like 115. So yeah, that's that's a lot of weight to gain. And it's weird because I wore like the same shorts and leggings and pants through my whole pregnancy. Like they never got smaller. <laughs> So it was literally all on my belly and I weighed myself um, today and I've already lost like 30 pounds. So that's that's nice because it was a lot of water weight and then my baby was like big. Um, but yeah, my pregnancy, like it drug on and then each time I was going to the doctor, I got like different information because I wanted to try a VBAC, but my baby was just like not cooperating. Um, just kept laying in there at an angle I tried, you know, manipulation, yoga ball, everything, and there was no budging. It actually kind of made it worse. And um, I didn't really post about my pregnancy as much as I did my other ones, um, just because my boyfriend doesn't really use social media, and I just kind of like keeping things to myself now and really, you know, just keeping it within my inner circle and not sharing it. So for a lot of people, I just kind of showed up seven months pregnant, and it kind of threw everyone for a loop. Because um, my relationship as well it has been very not, like, secretive, but just private. Like, it's between me and, like, my, my close friends and my family and my boyfriend. And that's just kind of how we keep it. 
And so I like pop up pregnant and then we were having a hard time getting like gender confirmation for our baby. So there was just a lot of gray areas through this whole, this whole ordeal. And, um, towards the end, you know, it's just like, it's so hot in Arizona. It's like 115. I'm sweating to death no matter what. And, um, I don't want to say I didn't enjoy my pregnancy, because I definitely did, like, being able to be pregnant is, like, such a blessing and a gift, um, but it's Arizona, so every day I'm just, like, sweaty and tired and gross, but at the same time, it wasn't that terrible. I mean, I would probably do it again. (laughs) Hey, everyone. So, um, our baby is here. She came on July 25th, 8 pounds, 9 ounces, at like five in the morning I had a c-section because she was just not cooperating and at first when I you know decided to schedule my c-section instead of doing a v-back I was kind of sad about it but my super amazing boyfriend managed to record my c-section and on her like coming out her cord was actually wrapped around her neck so I'm very thankful that the universe guided me towards a c-section because if I would have tried a v-back that could have been very bad um all in all my delivery was amazing I had the best medical team my anesthesiologist was talking to me the whole time my doctor was talking to me like walking me through all the steps the assistants were there you know everything for it being a major surgery um went really smoothly especially because you're conscious the whole time And so I was sitting there listening to the monitors and watching them and, you know, making sure that I'm okay. And one of the craziest things is, um, I don't know how many people have had a spinal. I have not. And um, it numbs your diaphragm, so you feel like you can't breathe, which luckily my doctor told me about. Because you can breathe, but you can't feel it. So you just kind of start panicking. But my doctor told me about it. So once it set in, I didn't completely lose my mind. Because, you know, you're open on a table and there are a lot of risks that come with surgery in general. And I was just hoping that, you know, we'd make it out of it and be okay. And we did. And I'm actually recording this with um, my little one in my lap. See if you hear some little squeaks or anything. That's her. And so we um, did our surgery and we spent about an hour in recovery And then um, my first set of nurses through the day and into the night were amazing. And I absolutely just like adored them. And they're the kind of nurses I always hope first time moms get because they were very understanding. Even though this is my fourth baby, they just kind of like doted on me and made sure that I had everything I needed and wanted and just constantly, you know, made sure I was comfortable. After that, it kind of like went downhill. My nurses after that just like did not care would not show up, um, weren't checking on me, which led to some like minor complications slash inconveniences. One being that my surgical bandage got left on for 24 hours instead of the 68 hours. So I got this insane blister around the entire part of the adhesive. So they ripped it up, all the blisters like opened and it was just a nightmare And then it was burning and I'm supposed to be up walking, but I can't walk. Not because I have this giant incision. That part doesn't bother me, but I have this giant burning rash that feels like alcohol is being poured in it. 
And then they kept telling me like, oh, you need to walk, you need to walk. I'm like, well, I can't because now I'm in, it was like the worst pain. Like I, like I said, I just had major surgery, no medication after the surgery. And this crazy blister rash is like what's putting me down. And then from there, um, I needed to take a shower and they waited like all day, but kept coming in and telling me like, oh, you need a shower, you need to be up and moving. But like I needed assistance taking a shower. And um, it was the same with like going to the bathroom. Like the first couple times you get up, you need assistance. And, um, you know, for like hospital liability, it has to be one of the nurses. But it got to the point where they're not coming and I have to go to the bathroom. And I moved so slow that it was like, am I going to pee in the bed? Am I going to pee on the floor? And it got to where my boyfriend was just having to help me. And it's one of those things that's kind of like humbling slash embarrassing to have you know, your partner help you, even though it's kind of one of those things that they don't mind. But you know, I'm here, fresh out of surgery, I have these giant engorged boobs, I have this giant incision, I still kind of look pregnant, I'm like bleeding out. And like, I can barely walk. And so he's having to like clean me up and like, help me shower and like help me get dressed because I can't lift like my legs up, you know, like step into my own underwear. So you know, and after you have a baby, you wear this like giant diaper pad. So he's like putting that on for me. And I'm just like, wanting to die inside because it's just like kind of humiliating. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, I have a really great guy that's here helping me through this whole situation. And he's telling me the whole time, like, you're so beautiful. You look like a goddess. You know, you just had my baby. I love you. And just being so sweet. And I'm just wrecked inside because I'm like oh my god I cannot believe this is happening I feel so gross like please don't look at me and that was just like the craziest experience and I've never had like a bad experience when having children like I said this is my fourth one and I was really looking forward to staying in the hospital because the other hospital stays have been really relaxing and kind of like staying in a hotel and you know, everyone like brings you food and you get to watch your shows and the bed's comfortable. No, this hospital bed sucked. It was like broken. The TV had like no channels. Our room sucked. There was no bed for my boyfriend to lay on. And, you know, it was just awful. Like I can't get over how freaking terrible it was. And by the time it was time to go home, like we could, I was like almost in tears. I actually cried a few times at the hospital because I was just like, this sucks. And it wasn't just for me. I was just thinking about first time mothers who were there. And if they were getting treated like that, like, oh my God, I feel so bad for them. And, um, we had this pediatrician come see us and, um, my baby's lip tied and I kept telling them, Hey, my baby's lip tied. Like she's not getting a good latch. Like, can you guys help me? And they just kept telling me, oh, your baby's losing too much weight. I'm like, yeah, no shit. I just told you she's lip tied. She's having a hard time with bottles and breastfeeding. And by like the fourth time, they're like, oh, she's lip tied. And I'm like, yes, like I've said that, but didn't give me like any resources or anything. So I had to like reach out on Facebook through mom groups and ask for like help and guidance. Like, can someone please help me with this? And I actually got referred to a really nice, um, place which I'll talk about later as far as like her lip tie and then I also found out there that she's also tongue-tied which makes a lot of sense because my nips are on fire so we are about three weeks out from delivery 
Exactly, actually. Today is three weeks. And in that three weeks, we've had, like, a lot of adjustments as far as uh, my boyfriend went back to work. I've been home. There's been a million life hiccups along the way. Um, So my babysitter who watches my kids is also my best friend and I fucking adore her like I don't know how I could do life without her um so she was picking up my children and dropping them off at school and then picking them up and dropping them off at home because I couldn't drive and keep in mind we live in Arizona it's hot she just got her car in March and it's like new to her might be completely new I'm not 100% sure but it's nice it's super fancy and the air conditioner broke on it so keep in mind you know she's having to drive all these children around and it's hot so she has to take her car in and in that process my boyfriend gets a gas leak in his car so now we're down two cars between the two of us well the four of us like me her her husband my boyfriend so we all kind of like start panicking like how because I wasn't able to drive yet and I just get cleared to drive, and it's just been insanely wild. <laughs> and there's been, like, other life stuff that's going on that I can't even remember right now. But back to baby. Um, we named her Lorelai. Um, and everyone says, oh, like, Gilmore Girls. No, it's actually um, off, like, a German fairy tale that's kind of morbid, which I absolutely love. So if you ever want to look it up, just look, just Google the name Lorelai and the fairy tale will pop up and it's pretty, pretty gnarly, but it is what it is. And, um, about 10 days after she was born, she had the procedure for her tongue and lip ties. Um, she saw this doctor in Scottsdale who was absolutely amazing. Her whole staff is amazing. They called the whole process kind of took a while at the office, but I, which I usually don't like. I like to get in and get out of places. Like, I'm not here to learn a lot. Like, especially of something that I've already been through. But they really took the time to get to know us and go over all of our concerns and worries. And then also let us know what their concerns were and what we needed to work on and their suggestions and everything like that. So she had a procedure and it has made a world of difference. And... She's gained all of her weight back that she lost, and then some. She is very, very chubby, which is fun. (laughs) But it's also interesting because when you have a C-section and you have a baby, they're like, don't lift anything over eight pounds. And my baby was almost nine when she was born, and it's like the same thing now. I just got cleared to carry her in her car seat, um, which is like a lot like she's pretty heavy and my abs are not there like I have no core strength right now and my arms are pretty weak so I struggle (laughs) but other than that everything has been I feel like as smooth as it possibly could be there's been a lot of emotional and hormonal moments and a lot of me feeling overwhelmed and just everyone in the house being overwhelmed because there's so much going on all the time. Like all my children are in different phases of their life. I have a three-year-old, I have a six-year-old and a 10-year-old and they're all going through different things and they're all in like milestone years. So it's just a lot with a newborn. And then we have a dog and then, you know, my boyfriend goes to work every day And I'm holding down the house and, you know, trying to keep it from burning down. 
which is interesting after going from working full time every single day and not missing a beat to like being home I don't know how or like what to do sometimes I'm kind of just like sitting around like how do people just stay in their house all day and like I can't I don't get it I am like itching to get out and explore and I've been looking at things to do um which I'll talk in another podcast because Everyone in my life is like, take it easy. Like, stop being so wild. Um, because before I got pregnant, I hiked like every weekend. And I like going on adventures. Um, that's what I call it. So I'd always be on Groupon finding something new to do. And I usually went with my best friend because um, I have this like weird thing now which I've gotten over and I'll definitely do stuff with my boyfriend, but I um, didn't want to like build memories with someone who like wouldn't be around, um, which sounds terrible, but my best friend is, that's like my soulmate. So um, I like building memories with her and we look like a weird lesbian couple. If you like look at my like feed because we go hiking and we've gone kayaking and we used to have like best friend dates before I got pregnant and became a slug and um we've gone to like the smash rooms and her birthday's like next week and so I was looking up all this stuff like rock climbing and like indoor skydiving all this stuff that I clearly cannot do because I just had surgery and I you know whatever but I was like yo you want to do this and she is very motherly so she's like no like we cannot do that like your guts are gonna fall out please stop my boyfriend's the same way and there's also this um jujitsu retreat that is in september and i think i get cleared like the day before it starts because i think it starts on a friday and i get cleared like that saturday for to not have like any restrictions really and i was actually considering going Um, but then I remembered like, oh, I've been nursing newborn. Um, I just had surgery. I probably shouldn't be like taking any knees on my belly or like rolling aggressively. So I had to pass on that, which makes me sad. I miss being active and I, um, ordered, like my daughter has like a carrier. So I'm getting her like trained over the next few weeks to really be in there and be comfortable in it because I want to start hiking once I'm cleared because it'll be fall and it's gonna be beautiful again and I actually have like um infant like hiking pack as well so I want to put her in there (laughs) take her on adventures um her dad's not too keen on that idea but I'm working on it I'll get him to come around and it's funny because he actually was like oh I want to hike with you I'm like wait what like you hike and he just stared at me because we're approaching two years and we're still kind of learning small things about each other which is still nice keeps it interesting and it keeps it fun